The New Zealand Today podcast was made with the support of New Zealand On Air. I've always wanted to say that. Hello and welcome back to the uh, New Zealand Today podcast, season two of the greatest podcast in the world. Uh, my name is, don't look at me weird, uh, my name is Guy Williams, I'm the host of the New Zealand Today podcast. I do not have Karen Hill with me, but I can explain everything. Season two is going to be a little bit of change of gears, but I'd like to welcome to the podcast um, hopefully a new collaborator, um, a long-term collaborator. Um, new collaborator to the podcast. Oh, this is such a bad start. <laughs> start again, I oh, No, no, not start again. No, we're not starting again. We're doing this right now. Um, he is a director of the show. He is a co-creator of New Zealand Today. He is a good friend and uh, also an editor of New Zealand Today as well. Is there anything this man can't do? He's also the guy who, uh, when I film New Zealand Today, he says, start again. <laughs> uh, his name is Matt Cook. Matt, welcome to the show. Thank you. Are you glad to be here? Yeah, um, I think so. This is kind of cool. I just noticed you're wearing Adidas shoes but Nike socks. Mm. That's not all right. Mm. You're also drinking your trademark drink of a monster, <laughs> a large monster energy drink, <laughs> yeah. which makes me so it pisses me off. You drink that? Why? Because I think it's bad for you. Oh, it is. I know it is though. That's why it's just a weekend treat. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just like l- l- cutting loose for the weekend, cutting loose for the podcast with a big old monster energy. Yeah. Okay, how would you welcome people to Season 2 of the podcast? Welcome to the New Zealand Today Season 2 podcast. You sound like a <laughs> mirror! Oh, do, your, um, do a VO version of you. Welcome to the next season of New Zealand Today. Yeah, there we go. Today we're going to be doing a new version of the podcast where I investigate all the biggest stories from around New Zealand today. Perfect. Yeah, okay, That's going to get the audience start. fucking frothing, yeah. Froth, okay. There's Guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there he is. Okay, okay, okay. Well, I was just trying to, I mean, the podcast is more of a, we're sitting on the couch, we've got our legs crossed over, we're chilled out, um, there's a plant, there's a lot of plants around, I just realized how many weird, there's some pretty plants in this room. Yeah. It's like a weird Between Two Ferns parody. No, I love it. Well, that's, this, so season two is, New Zealand Today, we come across a lot of stories that we fizz about. Yeah. But because we put New Zealand Today on TV, yeah. there's rules and regulations that we have to abide by. Abide by. Yeah. Therefore, some of these fucking hot stories yeah. are too hot for TV. Yeah. But we keep them in the back of our minds yeah. until now. Now, episode one, I'm not quite going to do that because I wanted to just go see Karen because she was all of season one. She mm. was the heavy lifter. She was the she gave gold. Uh, the New Zealand Today podcast was a hit, so I was stoked yeah. at how many people listened to it. But I'm, even, I'm shocked it wasn't a worldwide hit. Because Karen's so interesting and so funny, and I love it so much. So, season one started with a story, which I never finished, which is quite amazing. The story was, Karen was talking. She started talking before the cameras even started rolling. So, when you listen to the podcast, it, we, it comes in halfway through a story. <laughs> She's talking about her friend, f- former friend, the thieving fucking gnome, getting sucked out the window of a car. But then she immediately gives up on that story to talk about how he died and how she's glad he's died because he's a fucking thieving fucking gnome. Good fucking job, thieving fucking gnome. But that guy that um, who flew out the truck, the thieving gnome who stole off me while I was asleep, he passed away. Wait, wait, wait. What you just said there was one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard. And you said you've said this to me before, but I'm sure this information isn't passed into my ears. You're saying... 
a thieving gnome <laughs> who stole from you on a truck no, no, has passed stole away. Stole away in my home. Um, went around my house, did my stuff while I was sleeping. And when I got in the morning, all my, I go in the cupboard and my tin food had all gone and my meat all gone out the fridge. And I thought, are you asshole? And then I had this money. It was my daughter's father's money that he'd kept to give to So you got robbed? Give my boys How'd you to get give robbed? to his grandson. And why is he a because mom? I was asleep and he's walking around my house because I was letting him stay there because he was moving to Auckland and he'd given his house up, which I'd helped him clean and move stuff. And that's what he did to me. Good fucking job, thieving fucking gnome. <laughs> and she's so good and she does her evil laugh and we love that. So I want to go back to season one, episode one of the podcast and get the rest of that story about the thieving gnome getting sucked out the van. And to justify my long trip to Christchurch, I also wanted to um, also get more stories for Karen because I want to keep her... Because I want to do something different with season two. I also want to keep Karen involved for the true fans who just love Karen and want to hear more Karen stories. So I'm going to create story time with Karen as a segment or maybe its own podcast... Um, mini podcast or something like that, or a Q&A with Karen to keep Karen like, mm. on the air because she's the best. And I also want to get the answer to this question. What happened to the thieving fucking gnome? Mm -hmm. How's that for a tease? Yeah, that's good. That's a story too hot for television um, that hopefully will be part of the New Zealand Today podcast. And I've got a lot of other good ideas as well. Mm. Matt, you're looking a bit sceptical. What? Um, okay. You go talk to Karen about it. Yeah. She tells you what happened. She tells me the greatest story of all time. And then... You're happy? Yeah. Or do you go talk to the gnome? Is he a gnome? Where's that? Is that a nickname? Okay. Well, it shows you how much of season one podcast you've listened to. <laughs> uh, I can answer these questions. The gnome is not a gnome. He's a, he's a, he's a guy everyone called a gnome yeah. because of his features. I think big beard. I mean, no, one's a a, no one is a literally a gnome. Not that tall. Okay. Okay. Wait, he had a big hat. Okay, I may have added that in as a joke. <laughs> Maybe like um, shoes with like curly bells oh, yeah. on the end or something yeah. like that. I might have added in some of the details. But he was Karen's very good friend who became her enemy when yeah. he robbed her on the last time they hung out. And Karen was eventually get glad he was dead, mm. which I just I just love oh, that. Yeah, oh, that's right. He's died. Yeah, he's okay. dead. So yeah, so that was episode one of season one. Yeah, which you claim you had listened to. Um, so now I'm yeah, suspicious. I listened to the um, the fifty minute version of it. Yeah. And that was and 50 it was minutes amazing. of gold. Yeah, 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 don't try and turn that around. <laughs> Fuck you. Okay, it was a good 50 minutes. And um, yeah, now I'm going to get the story of the... Yeah, you're right. You're right. There's not much story there, but it's a good way to kick things off. Listeners, strap in. Um, next time I'll talk to you, I'll be in Christchurch, hanging out with my best mate. Well, not my best mate, but my mate, Karen. Oh, she's my best mate. Uh, and uh, yeah, enjoy the podcast. G'day and welcome to the New Zealand Today podcast. We're back We're in Christchurch, church, church, and I'm joined by uh, my friend, New Zealand icon, Karen Hill. Karen, how are you going? I'm absolutely wonderful, guy. How are you? Not too bad. Yeah, good to see you again. Good to see you in Christchurch. <laughs> it um, it snowed last night. It snowed, all right. But you're, you're, you're nice and warm. Your house has oh. been massively upgraded. You're living the dream. I'm living the dream now. I move back to my home next Thursday, I found out this morning. Next Thursday you're yes, moving in? the 15th, I'm back home. That's going to be like Christmas Day, and it's going to be all nice and renovated for you. Yes, and I'm going to open up the box with my brand new sofa. 
and I'm going to get a bookshelf made, I'm going to get a new coffee table, and then I can get me a nice fridge freezer, and then I'll be happy. Then I'm living the dream. Well, you do you actually think you will be happy though, or is life just like a constant chasing a dragon that you can never achieve? Like, what is true happiness? True happiness is when you've got a roof over your head and a safe, warm, dry home, and you're not worried about where your next meal's coming from. Very well said. Mm. That's and that's all I want. I don't need to be rich. I'd rather be rich in company. Mm. But as long as I can be comfortable, Cause I'll what, be happy. Because one thing I've noticed about you is you, you you are someone who has a lot of friends. Like You have a lot of, besides Peter, you've got a lot of mates who come in and out here throughout the day and a lot of friends in the neighbourhood and stuff like that. It's quite, quite nice. Yeah, but you don't let too many in, especially your neighbours, because you keep your neighbours at the, at the gate or over the fence. <laughs> How are you? You don't let the neighbour come in and start seeing you living your life. It's got nothing to do with them. Yeah, because you have friends in your home, not neighbours. Shout out, so, um, shout out to Peter. Yeah, shout absolute out to Peter. legend. Yeah, he's how my did you? He's helped me not get COVID. How how, how did you um how did you meet Peter? Through the la- this house where I'm staying right now. Through her, she was my friend, my neighbour, and he was a friend of hers. Oh. Yeah. Oh, and we of- ju- and I would come over here and we'd have a few drinks and I just got to know him and we got on really well together and. We became friends. Um, here's a question from Instagram.com. What is your drink of choice? I drink seltzers. Oh, yes, of course. We talked about this last podcast because mm. you said it was a, a beer-flavoured seltzer. We, we, we yeah. argued about it for about 45 minutes. Yeah, that's the one. I think I was right. No, you're not. It's a beer. It's a beer-flavoured seltzer. Yeah. So it's a seltzer. Yeah, it's Which lime. is different to a beer. The only thing I like is lime. But now you can go to the bottle store and get seltzers that are vodka and that. Okay. Because they got me some, my daughter got me some, and they were 7%ers and they knocked me on my ass. Because <laughs> <laughs> I go and get the ones that pack and save, and they're four point something, and they knocked me on my backside too. <laughs> Isn't that interesting New Zealand logic, though, that, like, you're you're happy, so you need to have drinks? I thought yeah, you were like... Yeah, I don't know, I just... I guess it's better than being oh, sad and to celebrate, and to me, celebrating is having a drink. Yeah, is that is that because and a cone and a pipe? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that though? Is that is that like what marketing companies have tricked us into? Like, um, I had a friend the other day telling me that um, tomato sauce is part of being a kiwi, and I was like, "Is it, or is it well, just shit that marketing companies have told us?" You well, know? that's what I reckon too, because. I hardly use tomato sauce. I like it with saveloys. Do kiwis really Cheerios love? Cheerios and an old hot dog on a stick. Yeah, legendary. And we used to get at the race course, I tell you what, and at the fairgrounds, and they don't taste the same anywhere else. Do you think that kiwis really love uh, rugby balls, hot pools, Ronald and snapper schools? Or do you think that's just what the Kiwi Burger song, McDonald's propaganda taught us? Yeah, kiwis... Burger propaganda. Are you a fan of snapper schools? I don't even know what they are, but I used to get called snapper. You used to get called snapper? <laughs> yeah, by this guy Trevor. He's passed now. And he goes, that's what you are. You're a snapper. Look at you. Snap. Because moaning at them in the pub. <laughs> <laughs> and so I started getting called snapper. And Trevor passed away. And then Wellington brought out the um, bus card called snapper. I said, he never knew they were going to name a bus card after me. <laughs> <laughs>
so we were going to um, start a story, and I think it involves the gnome. It does indeed. Today for Storytime Car- with Karen, it's a story you've been dying to tell for a while now. Mm. It's, the to- it's, the story- it's the story we started the podcast on, but never actually told. No. It was the story of the, the time you saw a man getting sucked out of a truck on the River Tucker Hill? No, I was in the truck. Sorry, at Emu Tucker Hill. Yeah, we went for a bread run. And that is... Okay, what is it? So, just, just, just to set the scene, um, where were you living at the time? I was living in Upper Hutt. And where, where is the Rimataka Hill? You, after Upper Hutt, you go on and you go up over the Rimataka Hill and you go down into Featherston. Into Featherston. Yeah. Okay, so my first question is, why would anyone want to go to Featherston? No, it wasn't to Featherston, because that's the first town you come to. And it's the wire wrapper. And we went to Masterton, but way out to this guy's pig farm with the bread on the truck. Okay, so that's what a bread run is. Yeah, that's what what the bread run is. Okay, go and pick up the bread from the bakery, all the rejected breads. Okay. And I don't know how they pay for them or whatever, but you will get that, and that's to go over to the pig farm over in Masterton. Okay, so was this your job? So he came and picked me up on a Monday, and he was like, should have been back on the Saturday. So he took me for backup, support, moral support, talked me into going with him. Wait, why did why did you why did he need backup and moral support? Cause he was two days overdue with the guy's truck and the bread for the pigs. Wait, wait, wait. so he was he was taking the the bread truck and it took him he was two days too late. Yeah, two days he got on the piss and Yes, yeah, so <laughs> he was Monday. two days late because he got in the piss. Yeah, so he got you to come along as like his muscle. Yeah, yeah, well as backup. Were you were so, you were you very like intimidating? I know you know now for no, intimidating. No, no, so but now. I knew Colin. Colin knows me, and that's it. Oh, so, so you're just not, a conduit. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yep, cool. And anyway, um, he Tim picked me up, and against my better thinking, I went with him because I said, "Are you you been drinking? You know, I'm a bit wary about this." But anyway, he talked me into it, so I went along with him, and we got up to the Rimataka Hill, onto the top, and all of a sudden, what had happened, there was this, the canvas going over the bread, right, where the rope had come loose, and it was going bang, 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 against the window, inside the the cabin, and we thought it might break, and then he um, wound the window down, and he's left-handed, and he got the rope, and he wrapped it round his right right arm, and next thing, the wind just, whoosh, took him out of the window, and he's flying beside the truck, and we've just got to the top of the River Tucker Hill, and I'm thinking, what the fuck am I going to do? We're going to go straight down, on the downside going down, and I was thinking, what the fuck? And I was just ready to go over and hop into the fucking driver's seat. And next thing, the wind went whoosh and put him back in again. <laughs> it was fucking, like, incredibly... When you tell the story, you think, why would anybody believe this? But it's the fucking truth. <laughs> and he just started driving again. And as soon as we could, I don't know how long, it seemed like a real hell of a long time, and he pulled over on the side of the hill and stopped the truck, and we just sat there, and it seemed like five minutes, it seemed like eternity, and we just looked at each other and said, fuck, that was trippy. (laughs) Fuck. 
And then we went, we went past Gladstone and went to the pub in there to have a fucking whiskey to calm our fucking nerves. <laughs> and then when we got to Collins, we didn't worry about that. We told him of the flying fucking story. <laughs> and so all the moaning and that was fucking over. And fucking believable. And one day I was telling these people in my house in Stokes Valley the story, and I thought, they're not going to believe this. It's, it's, I said, it's a true fucking story, and they were sitting there with their mouths fucking open, and then there was a knock on my door, and I opened up the door, and there was the gnome. I said, I'm fucking believable. What a time to turn up. And I said, I was just telling them about the bread run. We're on top of the Rimataka Hill, and he just took over the story. Wow. So they knew that we hadn't talked or anything. Yeah. And he told the exact same fucking story. And they went, wow, that fucking must be true. <laughs> Karen, that is obviously got 10,000 questions. That is unbelievable. That is fucking unbelievable, all right. I thought we were goners. I really, really did. So, so this is the known... Yeah. This is the gnome that uh, you've talked about on the first episode of this podcast yeah. um, that who stole from you. Yeah. The thieving fucking yeah. gnome. After, good after fucking after job. fucking 30 years of friendship. Yeah. And so on this day, you were his wingman. He was driving yeah. a bread truck with a big tarpaulin covering the bread. It was being delivered to pigs. Yeah. Because this is New Zealand and it's like medieval times Well, here. it's the farmer's truck. Even the pig the... farmer's truck. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and yeah. he had his truck for more days because he was hitting the piss. Yeah, because yeah, he went on the piss. So. But the, we, we he knew all... he was going back late and Colin would have a fucking jump up and down mental at him. So he fucking come along and he'd been drinking. It was a Monday and I went, oh, fucking hell. So he was, he was, he was probably drunk driving. Yeah, he was drunk driving. That's why I was taking my life in my own hands, going with him. Because I was going, I don't know about this. So I'm not, I, I, I believe you and I believe your story. However, I do need to just ask some more detail just to okay. just to really solidify the case. Yeah. So you're up the top of the Lumataka, very windy. This is, yeah. for people from overseas, this is where they build wind farms. Yeah. Like it's literally like windy every day. Yeah. And so you had, a, you had like a, a blue... How big is this truck? Is it just like a standard, quite small truck? Yeah, a flat truck bed. with a flat bed, yeah. And then the bread. And that's why the canvas would just be... Just a blue over. or a white? What colour is the canvas? Blue canvas and blue truck. Okay, so let me ask you this. Why was the seatbelt not holding him in? Didn't have it on. Didn't have it on. What year was this, would you say, roughly? It was last century. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Vaguely, like roughly, yes, 1970s, uh, 1980s? No, no, 1990s. 1990s? Yeah, 1990s. Damn, we had belts in the 1990s. I was there. Yeah, but I don't think he had his on. Yeah. Yeah, I so, didn't have mine on either. So swear to uh, Richie McCaw, the god of New Zealand, Sir Danis Carter, Sir Irene Van Dyke. Yeah. You swear on their names that this man was pulled by a gust of wind... Out of the window of the, of the truck. I swear on Richie McCaw's life, Dan Carter's, and who was the other one? Uh, Irene Van Dyke. Irene Van Dyke, but she's South African. Yeah, she's a kishy place in New Zealand, though. Huh? I know, but she's a South African. Uh, okay, well, who's another? I was trying to name a female icon. What about Ka Sir Kate well, Shepard? Jacinda Ardern, why the hell? Kate Shepard. And I swear on her life. Because you don't like Jacinda Ardern. 
I don't dislike her. You hated her last time. Well, I hated Megan Woods and I like her now because she came and saw me and told me the truth that they wouldn't be able to give me a reduced rent because if they did that, then that would mean they can't afford to build any more state homes. Wow. So I went, more state homes is more important than me getting $20 back in fucking extra in extra rent so no don't stop building because the people of New Zealand need fucking houses well, get, and when national get back in yeah. well, they won't build anything will they probably not no they fucking don't and they won't all work to fucking make homes healthy and dry and warm and safe they'll all go out the window yeah 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 and I mean Labour put that in I watched renters last night and they put in everything that they're supposed to put in for a healthy, warm home. Okay. Because there's a requirement by law now, so people don't have to live in slums. So, filming New Zealand today, I've been over the Limitakas many times. Yeah. And I would call it a very windy road. Yes, it is. And uh, very, like, a lot of steep cliffs you can, oh, like, very dangerous. real steep. Real fucking steep. Okay. I don't, I hate going over, I don't mind coming back because you're on the other side of the road. Oh, because you're closer to the cliff. Yeah. You're not going to fall off the no, end. You're closer off. to the yeah, side. Yeah. Okay, okay, but hear me out, hear me out. So you're saying the driver of the vehicle you were in, who was already pissed... Well, not, you know, like staggering around drunk, but I knew he'd been drinking. He wasn't functioning at a full capacity. No. He flew out the window. Yeah. So for a moment, your vehicle had no driver. Driver. No, that's right. There was nobody in the driver's seat. Yeah, okay. And so, so he got sucked out. You saw this happen. Yeah. He went straight out, and then did you look out the back window and go, "Oh, hey, no." No, because he was flying next to it because it was the rope right up the top. Yeah. And he wrapped it round that much and blew him out, and then whoosh, blew him back in. It was the most freakiest thing. It just doesn't. And excuse me for being an asshole, because I love your stories and I've believed everything you said up until this point. We've done multiple episodes of this podcast, right? But him getting sucked back in just doesn't. I just the the car's moving forward, right? How does someone who's being pulled backwards by the wind then get sucked back into the vehicle? It makes no sense. He was beside it. It couldn't take him back any further because the rope. When people get sucked out of an aircraft, they go back. When people go out of a car, you go back. I'm telling you, he flew out and he flew in. Don't ask me the dynamics, how it happens. I don't know. I've got no fucking idea. How long was he I just was so pleased that he fucking came back into the truck. (laughs) But like, but, 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 how, like, how long was he away from the steering wheel and the accelerator for? for? Uh, Did you grab the wheel? How was the car driving? Ten seconds, maybe. I wasn't counting. But, but... I was like, I was ready to get over and fucking hop in the driver's seat and fucking stop the truck. But up he came, back in. I'm telling you, it just fucking happened. Let me give you, let me give you five seconds right now. One Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi, four Mississippi, five Mississippi. You're saying he was... Must be three seconds then. Three seconds, okay. It's still a long time. And his yeah. foot's off the accelerator. Are you hitting yes. uphill or downhill? We're just at the top 
ready to go down. Okay. Got up from and just at so the maybe top. A, so the car could still be so rolling. I think that's why he wound the window down and did it then because he felt it was safer because mm. we were up the top, just arriving at the top. Yeah, classic male logic as well. Like instead yeah. of um. Uh, okay, you're top, instead of pulling the car over and just tying it down again, you're like, no, I'll just hold it with my arm. Well, there wasn't really anywhere to go, you know what I mean? Oh, there's nowhere to pull over. Yeah. Good and, point, good point. Yeah. Okay. So, but how did the vehicle stay on the road and not just go off the cliff or... And... I grabbed the wheel. Oh, you did grab the wheel. I grabbed the wheel and then, like, what am I going to do? But then, whoosh, he came back in. I grabbed the wheel as soon as he went out. Wow. Do you believe me now? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Um, I'm like, I, I, I feel like I need more details, but the only people who know the story are you and the gnome, and he's dead. Yeah. No other cars. True. There's no, no car behind no, you or anything. No, there's no witnesses, no nothing. You're lucky. And that's did, did, did why the cars... I, I, I tell the story, and people, she's talking a load of shit. And I say, well, that's what I would say too. Yeah. And the day that I was telling these people in my home, and he knocked on the door while I was telling the story. Yeah. Before um, I could finish it, he came in and took over. It told the story from the beginning to the end, but he said everything right that I'd said, and then he finished the story off. That's why you don't get your pig bread delivered by a thieving fucking gnome. gnome. Once again, that's right. They Amazing. fell out after that anyway. Karen, I'm not surprised, thieving fucking gnome. Good fucking <laughs> job. Um, that is an amazing story, as always. Thank you for sharing. You're welcome. It's been a ride for you too, I feel. Yeah, I just so brought everything back up and and like you're you're doubting of me. Oh I'm You've sorry. You've never doubted me ever before. Oh no, yeah, so, so no sorry, it's 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 not so much that it's like I need the picture to be more vivid yeah, yeah. so you can understand because it's such it is yeah. that's the most incredible story of your talents. I know. <laughs> yeah. Um okay and, I don't know. Does one really top the other? What is one? Uh, Out of all my stories. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's all the rest of them have been very plausible and easily like verifiable. Whereas that one, there's only two witnesses. Like when I stabbed a man. Yeah, like when you stabbed a man. That's right. There's court records of that. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you so, can't make it up. Yeah. And uh, why would you? <laughs> Next time, uh, we'll have to talk about the how your mission to go to your brother's wedding while on bail. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, that sounds like an amazing James Bond esque tale. But yeah. Karen, um, again, unbelievable, uh, <laughs> but believable. Um, so uh, we'll talk about that next time. Thanks, Karen. That's all right, Guy. You're welcome. And I hope everybody enjoys hearing this story. Everyone loves story time with Karen. <laughs> um, and it's good night from her. And it's good night from him. What a story! What a t- well, you've got a cheeky fucking grin on your face. Yeah, it was a great story. Yeah, it was. I, I was quite proud of it. Like, well, I mean, I, I did nothing. I contributed nothing. But like, Karen is just so charismatic and hilarious and lovely. She tells a great yarn, and I felt a little bit shit that she felt shit that I didn't trust her. You know, and that and that was under. That I mean, that's understandable. So I want to ask you right now. You've heard the story. Do you believe that to be a real thing that happened? Yes, 100%. What do you mean 100%? I don't know, like listening to you, it felt like you were a simpleton. Me? Yeah. So okay. Karen's explaining a dude gets sucked out of a car 
Yeah, cool. And you're like, wait, how does this happen? And then she explained it and she's like, oh, there's a rope. He tied yeah. to the rope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all fine with the bit where he gets sucked out. Yeah. Yep, continue. I think as a man, I'm a man of science. <laughs> um, so the physics all make sense to me. Yeah. These guys were, they're in a bread truck driving over the top of the Rimutaka Hill, whatever it is. Yeah. Basically, they've got a parachute yes. on the truck. Yes. And this man, who's small, yes. not much weight to him, yeah. ties himself to a parachute yeah. while driving through the windiest place in New Zealand yes. where they farm wind. Yes. Right? Yes. No shit, he gets sucked out yeah, the window. Yeah, no, I'm fine with the sucked out. I'm okay. fine with the sucked out. How does he get sucked back in? So this is the second part. Yeah. Sometimes some things intervene. <laughs> right? <laughs> Are you going to say God is real? Well, I think the late, great Dr. Jesus Christ (laughs) intervened (laughs) and took that man from outside back into the car because he would have been looking at Karen. At this point, Karen is on her own on the top of a hill, (laughs) passenger seat, facing down the Rimataka Rangers on her own, isolated. The (laughs) gnome is just like dragging along the side um, for the longest, was it three seconds of her life? Yeah. And yeah, I think it doesn't make sense that he got sucked back in. Yeah, thank you. But what makes sense is that Jesus was there or something because <laughs> he knew. <laughs> You've got nothing, man of science. <laughs> he knew the importance of Karen. Yeah. And he's like, look, there's a guy called Guy Williams. Yeah. In, in 20 years, he's going to come along and he needs some content for his show. <laughs> <laughs> I need to save this lady. Yeah. Jesus no. takes the wheel. No. Well, Karen might have still survived regardless, but I, I have believed every story Karen has told. Because it's absolutely true and believable. It's believable she stabbed a person. Um, if I haven't looked it up, but I believe you could, if you could verify that, you could find the court re- court records and stuff like that. And I, I think my it's a, it's a sign of the maturity of our relationship that I can now question Karen on some of her yarns. And this is the first time I've ever been like but she was heartbroken. What do you mean? Well, because she she was upset that you didn't believe her. Yeah, she, no, she, she called wa- you out on that. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I mean, that's I, the first time I've heard sadness in her voice. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I know, but like, I don't think I'm a bad person for questioning the concept that a man will get sucked out of a truck while it's going full pace, but then the physics would suck him back in. Because the, the rules of, oh, okay, I don't know nothing about physics, all right? I failed sixth form physics, but I'd say this, that like, if the car's moving forward, Getting back into the car seems incredibly difficult. Incredibly difficult. I can understand he's, he's, he could be dragged along behind the car. Mm. I could understand him even flying behind the car maybe in huge wind if the car was doing huge speed. I think you're talking about relative wind maybe. So you, you're thinking the... Fucking hell. I can't um, tell if you're taking the piss or not. <laughs> I'm kind of just trying to <laughs> freestyle this. <laughs> so when you drive a car forward, yeah. the, the apparent wind is directly opposite you, right? Yeah, it's coming yeah, toward you. Yeah. But... We know this place is windy. So there's wind acting on this car, maybe from the front, maybe from the back. Yeah. They also just crested the peak of a hill. Yeah. Who knows what the fuck the wind's doing up there? Okay. It could be swirling around. So you're not even, you're not even good at arguing Karen's side. <laughs> the cresting the hill bullshit. Okay, I'll say this, that maybe he was holding on with his other hand. Maybe he pulled himself in. Maybe the car came to a stop and the inertia, like then- Who you know, stopped it though? He took, his, he took his foot off the accelerator. He's mm-hmm. gone. He's outside the car at this point. Like, how quickly does a car decelerate pace if it's going uphill quite quickly, wouldn't mm. it? So I was, like, I was like, maybe the car decelerates and he's somehow able to help pull himself or, like, the momentum just, like, throws it back in. Maybe he didn't go all the way out the window. Like, maybe he got sucked out and his, like, his body's out but his, like, legs are still in there and, you know, like, the momentum. Well, he wasn't a tall man. Yeah. 
So his legs probably weren't in there. Yeah, but even even a full man getting sucked out of full car window is seems difficult. But I'm going to say this. Despite my questions and wanting to know more, we know that Karen's the only witness, and I definitely believe Karen. And I don't want to be an asshole. I'm just like, of, logically, I have some questions. I do believe that she drove over the hill, had a, had a gnome sucked out and sucked back in. I believe that. And like the... What do you call it? Occam's razor or whatever. The mm. most likely thing is that like she's telling what is close to the truth or her truth. And that like we all remember things. This is quite a few years ago as well. Like over 20 years, your memory becomes more heightened. It becomes more, you know. But like I believe yeah. he was sucked out the window of the car in a very dangerous situation and then somehow miraculously ended up back in the driver's seat. So you've left Karen with some answers, but an even bigger question. <laughs> I think we need to um, do like a reenactment or something. <laughs> Get a crash dummy. Like almost Mythbusters yeah. style. Yeah, Suck like him build out. a wind tunnel or something. Can we blow a dummy back into a car window? Can we be fucked doing that? <laughs> or will we just leave it now and go, that was an amazing story. And uh, yeah, I, I believe her. But uh, yeah, it needs some work to be done. But overall, great start to the New Zealand Today podcast, I reckon. Yeah, I quite enjoyed that, to be honest. Yeah. And I'm sure the fans listening did as well. Like, I, I feel like as we do some podcasts in the future that don't have Karen, there's a lot of pressure on me especially, you to a lesser extent, to make the podcast as good even if everyone doesn't have Karen. But we will have some more stories stories from Karen as well, I promise. But um, I'm going to go out on some adventures. So um, thank you, everyone who's listened so far. Please tell your friends and uh, subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. And um, we'll see you uh, next time. Can we? Can they let us know what they think? Is this a? Do they do feedback? Yeah, is, absolutely. Is there a forum? Should we start a page? Should we start a page? Well, like you could, you could reply on social media. I've got an email: New Zealand Today Live at gmail dot com. If anyone has any good story ideas as well, wang them through there. Because mm. um, we and are on Instagram. We are looking for stories. But we, what we need to do is we need to become consistent because we say, like, spam us anywhere. Yeah, well, no one uses email anymore. I'll chuck it on the TikTok. No, but that's what I like about that, though. Everyone uses email, but people don't like using email. Don't chuck it on the TikTok because I'm not even controlling that at the moment. So don't even... <laughs> I'm saying that I have an email that I do check occasionally. It's called nztodaylive at gmail.com. And um, so it's nztodaylive at gmail.com. That one does... I will check that occasionally or someone will check that. Well, I'll also let people know that I check the Instagram. Do you? I do. And what, like DMs or what? Yeah. DM the Instagram. Yeah. Um, people have been applying for jobs. Some oh, people look cool. pretty good. Yeah. Oh, that's fucking cool. Oh, yeah. Social, to sort out our social media. We don't have... Oh, wait, someone's... <laughs> wait, someone DM'd that Instagram to go, your social media is a piece of shit. Yes. Oh, that's cool. Um, so we'll see what he can do. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. We love you. Um, my name's Guy Williams. I'm Matt. Thanks for doing that. Many people wouldn't really go with that, but you, you had good intuition there. And, um, and you've been wonderful. Until next time, cheers. Cheers for tuning in. If you enjoyed this production, please tell your mates and spread the good word. And if you haven't already, subscribe to the New Zealand Today podcast on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, all at the same time, really get our numbers up. The New Zealand Today podcast is a production of Freddy Boy Podcasts. That's a podcast brand we made up for season one, and now we're on season two, and it's still literally the only podcast on the label. It was edited by Zane Dionysus Carney. That's such a good name. It features Matt, the Cookie Man Cook, and it was made with the help of the icons at New Zealand On Air. It's like a Nisian Mystic music video. Shout out to Nisian Mystic. That's, it sounds like a joke, but that's actually a great band. And also, 